0: Hello, everybody. It is I, the angry challenger, and I'm sitting here with the dreaded challenger. What's up, dreaded?
1: I am so pumped today, man. It's Friday. We've got a pod to do. It's going to be great. Let's get it started.
0: Yeah, man. You're always excited because we got a little bit, something special going on today. As you know, we've been having a lot of really cool people on the show
2: and that has not
0: it's been changed great. Today. That has not changed. Dreaded, would you like to introduce our guest
1: today? I would like to introduce uh, y'all to a gentleman who is the head of custom controllers. He's a, a gentleman. I will introduce him Johnny Marcos. He was very generous to come on and and talk about all the cool stuff he's doing. Uh welcome Johnny. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Uh man, we're doing great. And uh, like I said, we'll let you talk about it, but you you are in the business uh, the name of your business is Custom Controllers, with a K, a K, and a Z at the end. Yes, sir. Awesome. So go ahead and uh, tell us about your company, and tell us uh, a little bit about your product, about the the process of it, and who the uh, tar- target audience for this product is.
2: All right. Pretty much just background history of Custom Controllers. Uh started about roughly two years ago, um, started off as a hobby, then turned into a business right after, and... I, I've just been having a lot of fun with it, and just like the name says, custom controllers, it's all custom-made PS4, PS3, Xbox, whatever system you can think of, controllers, and pretty much the client has, what, what can I say, the most customability, pretty much. They can customize it to the fullest, they can change the buttons, the bumpers, the triggers, the joysticks the face uh add graphics whatever they can think of i can make pretty much
1: that sounds pretty awesome yeah so is it mostly a a, an aesthetic uh upgrade that we're looking at like just just really styling stuff most of the
2: time it's aesthetic but then uh if people want to get technical with it and change it up we can you know add paddles on the back add back buttons as a lot of pro gamers like to use um But then again, there are those people who uh, like modded controllers so we can add rapid fire and, you know, different kinds of mods and everything like that.
1: Awesome. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, It sounds like there would be a lot of people who would be uh, really into this product, getting a complete custom controller. You'd be
2: Um, surprised. I mean, yeah, there's competition out there, but I've found a way, you know, to have myself stand apart from everybody else.
0: I was going to say, I've seen your work. And it is very unique. I haven't really seen anything else out there like that. Thank you. A lot of people, when they make controllers, and I don't want to talk down on other (laughs) companies that we've worked with, because I've, you know, I play on Hitbox, I play on Arcade Sticks, so I buy a lot of stuff from AdArc and Hitbox, (laughs) and they make a great product. But one of the issues I had was, customized wise, you pretty much, you could get your buttons a different color or you had to do it yourself. Right. And as somebody who has very limited uh, technical expertise in building a controller, I mean, I have modded controllers and put in my own buttons and new sticks and all that, but I had to sit there and do research and all this stuff like that. And I put in my own art and, you know, I didn't really have the program for that. It's really great that there's actually a person, yourself, out there that can mod something like a pad because you don't see a lot of pad modders out there, you know, really getting out there and getting it like you are. Uh, You see that with sticks and usually cost a lot. Like a faux hammer, you pay like $500 for a stick. But, you know, well, some people want to play Call of Duty. Some people want to play NBA 2K. They want their team or their clan on their pad. They want to be able to, like you said, press those buttons on the back of the controller, and that's very awesome. So coming from a fighting game background, I think that um we have the resources out there to get stuff modded in a cool way, but for people on pad, they don't have that. And then other smaller companies that make specialty sticks, kind of like how you make specialty pads, they don't have that mod side of the house either where they can, like, make them look really cool as well. So I think that's really cool. Once again, right. you know, shout out to Hitbox and A-Hark. Love you guys. We've had Hitbox on our show. Hopefully they're not too upset. But they know that we have cooler sticks than them. They know.
2: Hey, man, they do. I mean, the way – I'm sorry to cut you off, but, I mean, the way I make my product, my product is – Whatever client I'm working with, I want to make sure they get exactly what they want. No matter how crazy it, you know, it could seem or how outlandish it could be, anything is possible when, you know, modifying a controller.
1: That's awesome. I, I do have to ask, though, what is your personal favorite controller that you've ever done? Describe it. Do you, do you have a personal favorite?
2: As of now, it's a mix between, um, one that I did for Chevy Woods, where it was an all gold controller with gold nine millimeter bullet buttons and joysticks, for his x One, cool. and then the rose gold PS4 controller that I just recently done.
1: Awesome, that's totally cool. I bet those were really fly. And later we'll talk about how uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you know you could check out his gallery of, of work so you can appreciate the 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 artwork and the, the craftsmanship. Well, we do have to ask, though, about the business. You know, you said you started off as a hobby. What were some of the difficulties actually getting it, getting uh, an actual business started up? Because that's, that's a daunting task for, for anybody.
2: Right, right. It's a daunting task, especially for me being uh, at that time I was like roughly 18, 19. I mean, I first took apart my controller, didn't know what I was doing, had to do research, you know, had to take it apart, make sure I took it apart right. Didn't want to screw anything up, so there was a lot of trial and error, and a lot of money spent just buying a controller after controller and hoping I don't mess up, and just making sure I, I get it down right.
1: Well, awesome. So, what's changed now since from the early days of you just messing around with it to now where you you know you're more doing it as a pro? Well, what's what's the big what's the big difference now?
2: The big difference now is there's more options. Again, I know what I'm doing now. I can go more advanced and look at my competition and see what they're not doing and what I can do to still make myself stand apart from them and do something revolutionary where it pops out and people are like, wow, where did you get that?
0: Yeah, I think that's really important for smaller companies such as yourself. By the way, while we're on that, how many people do you have working with you right now Helping you do what you do.
2: Well, let me let me flip the question uh, to you guys. How many people do you think?
0: Right now, I'm thinking that it's probably just you and maybe, maybe one other person on the side that might help you out from time to time.
2: Uh, you had it right before you added on to it. it was, it's just me. I handle all the social media, the website, doing the controllers, getting the parts made, designing them, everything
0: yeah yeah i can definitely i mean it shows in your workmanship and what i mean is it's because i don't see a decrease in the quality right. each time you have a new controller because it's just you doing it so you know it's always at johnny marco's sca- uh, standards you know you exactly know what I'm saying? so it's, i'm not and, saying and, that if you had more people it would be worse but usually when you have a lot of people working on different things you have different levels of quality from different people for different reasons
2: True, true, and the way I market myself, I'd rather do quality over quantity because I know there's a lot of these big companies that just push out controllers and then you get them, something's wrong with them, and then you're like, okay, I spent all this money to get a, you know, damaged product. I make sure each one is flawless, everything works, and you know, I guarantee it works, or I'll pay for the shipping back, fix it, and I'll still throw in something extra just in case.
1: Much respect to that yes I definitely had to had to say much respect for that and much respect for the hustle for you promoting yourself uh, you know I've seen you know your many uh social media outlets and uh you putting stuff out there uh and getting your name out there uh which seems to be the way to go and thank you've done a good job on that
2: thank you thank you just the way that i you know again like you guys said you know pushing everything out on my social me- uh media uh links and sites and everything just I, I found, I, I guess I found a niche on how to, again, stand apart and uh, promote myself to where the name, again, you guys are saying, you know, I'm still a small company, but from my eyes, I think that I'm on the verge of blowing up, even though how cocky it might sound, but there's, surprisingly, there's a lot of eyes watching me, and that's just not just not gamers, but that's also developers, um, people that work at different, you know, gaming companies uh hell i even i even have like people at gamestop watching what i do you know yeah there's there's a lot of eyes that are watching me that i still keep you know low-key i'm not saying who or what but there's a lot of people watching me to where they're watching how i conduct business that's why the way i run it it might seem unorthodox but it's gotten me to where i am today
0: yeah, and we're by no means insulting you when we say that you're a smaller no, company. No. I'm just mean, like no, in no, terms of number all. of employees, it's just you,
1: not at all. So, why don't you go ahead and and tell everybody that's listening to this podcast uh, all the different ways that they can get uh, that they can see your products, see what you're doing, and get in touch with you.
2: You can, you know, you can get a hold of me on the website customcontrollers.com, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Fine, Facebook other social medias are out there. I mean, I'm all over the place. If you want to check out the work, Instagram has it, has everything that I've done from the beginning till now. Um, If you've got something in mind, all you have to do is send me a message on Twitter. Just say, you know, you know this is how I want a controller, uh, how I want it to look, this and this. I'll shoot you a price and get something going. I, I make sure that it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. I make sure it's a reasonable price and Again, you're getting top quality work.
1: Uh, I sure do hope that everyone listening to this podcast at least gives him the time and, and, and definitely check out the work. Just if not for just the real awesome artwork he's put on these things, it's really it's really pretty pretty uh, pretty cool to see. Uh, I just the imagination
0: followed him right him. then and there. I just went ahead, and right custom controllers I, yeah, on Instagram, I'm, just like that. I'm up on his Facebook page. There you go. So, just there it is. The deal. I'm already got him on Twitter. Right
2: on. I'm already with right
0: the Twitch and the tweets.
2: Oh, there you go, Twitch. Got to throw that one out. Oh yeah.
0: shoot, Twitch? Yes, you do. You do streaming too.
2: Yeah, it's Twitch, Hitbox, MLG, whatever streaming site is out there,
1: I'm on it. Awesome. Awesome. So you do you do some streaming? You you stream games? Right. As that's that's just something on the side for you to kind of get exposure out.
2: Um, it's just something on the side to, like you said, just get some exposure. Uh, again, I'm still a gamer at heart, so. Every now and then I'll jump on uh, stream, you know, some GTA or some Saints Row or whatever I got, you know, in my arsenal. I'll stream it and, you know, I have people on the stream say, oh, can I play with you? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm doing it for the, you know, for the followers and the fans and everybody out there. I'm more than happy to play with anybody. Just so you know, I like to have that one on one relationship rather not say rather not as uh, OK, look, I'm a big company everybody's intimidated. That's why I've said, you know, my methods of working and conducting myself are so unorthodox that I get a lot of people are like, how do you work like this? And you're doing this. Like it doesn't to them, it doesn't add up.
1: That's really interesting. But I, I bet that, uh, I bet that streaming, you know, a lot of people like respect that. And then makes them makes them more, probably more inclined to do business with you. Really. Right.
2: And, and from the, from the start again, uh, I've dealt, I've, you know, I've tried to contact different, you know, different companies that do what I do, close to what I do. Let's go with that. Um, Try to contact them, zero customer service or just won't contact me back at all. So, again, I took that into, you know, as criticism as if it was me and make sure I respond to everybody, no matter how dumb the tweet might be or how dumb the message might be or, Whatever. I want to show that, you know, that respect to every individual that contacts me just so, again, build that one-on-one relationship and have that comfortable factor where, okay, I can hit them up for anything or I can contact them if I need help or, you know, whatever it may be. Awesome.
0: Yeah, for me, um, I do all of the social media stuff and the new challenges. Mm -hmm. And that in itself is a challenge because, you know, you're maintaining Facebook you're right. maintaining Twitter. You're maintaining Instagram. You're maintaining Twitch, Hitbox, all these different things, and all of these different things you have to learn how they're used because you don't use Instagram the same way you use Facebook, and you don't use sure. Twitch in the same way as you would use, or, or I'm sorry, Twitter in the same way as Twitch. They're completely different platforms. Exactly. So, for you, how do you choose? Where to advertise and how to advertise? Do you just jump on whatever's available that you hear about? Or do you just try to go with the flow with, like, you know, the rumblings, what's going on around you?
2: Uh, The way that I do it is I try to go go with the flow just because it's relevant, but at the same time, um, just like, for example, using Twitter. Twitter, you have a whole bunch of different people that are not familiar with you in a way. So, that's that's a market in itself but see if you go and try to advertise on facebook that's all your friends and family that know you so it's it's two different niches so it seems like you'll get a lot of appreciation on facebook but then again on twitter you can market yourself more to where there's more eyes watching
0: i've definitely noticed that uh we've gotten some pretty cool interviews here just because of twitter whereas with facebook you're right it's only your friends and your family and then whoever they see so it's kind of hard to really branch out with Facebook with, with things like Instagram and Twitter it's very easy with Twitter you know you can just throw out your little blurb and a link with Instagram you can just take a picture and blast it out there to everybody for sure. you that's awesome because you do art on controllers so Instagram and Twitter are perfect it's just out there just like that so so um. let's talk about you you mentioned the uh to us before you mentioned the BET experience. You've been to a lot of really cool events and you've had a lot of cool booths and panels. Which uh events have you been to? Have you been to any gaming specific events? What were your favorites and what kind of things do you do there?
2: Uh honestly um I haven't set up a booth at any event yet just because again uh there's other companies that do similar to what I do so they already have you know, contracts with a lot of these bigger tournament companies and and so on. But I usually go to gaming events just to see, you know, what's going on, see if I can attract new people, um, just to get a feel of how the gaming community is. But um, I have been on one panel, and that was for a, uh, it was a sports music and technology uh, themed event that uh, it, it was uh, put together by a former NBA Maverick, uh Dallas Mavericks player uh, Mo Ager, who's a good friend of mine. Um, he saw my work on Twitter. He reached out. He said, "Look, okay, I'm putting together an event. I like to have you on the panel. Uh, you know, you're a young entrepreneur. Let the people know what you do. You know uh, how you got started. Um, they have kids. You know how they can teach their kids and so on." So that one, that one hit home with me because again, I was the youngest one there. Um, I was there with. Uh, musicians, uh, basketball players, uh, people from, you know, different types of industries. And it, you know, it was to me, it was a blessing. And just to get my message out there. And surprisingly, you know, then uh, thereafter, I got a lot of uh, attention on social media and a lot of people saying they love my work and contacting me for sponsorships and so on. So the way I look at it is if I can go and make even the slightest impact, it's better than nothing.
0: Nice, nice. It's always good to be positive. That positivity is going to show in your work, and it shows in just keeping you focused on what you need to do. Yes, sir. You work primarily on paths and things of that nature, and you get to meet a lot of people. So, you travel a lot?
2: Honestly, the way that I that I've done it so far is the only time I've traveled was... To go to Vegas to uh, give Mayweather his controllers, which were a gift, and it, they were during uh, before his Pacquiao fight, so he didn't get a chance. I didn't get a chance to, you know, talk to him in person because he was in fight mode. But that's the only time I've traveled. Other than that, most of the time when I give a controller to one of the clients, um, I usually have them meet uh, meet me around where I am, or I'll go to them uh, in the same area. That's not that far, like good. Hour drive at at the most, and that's usually how I do it. Like I said, it's it. I like the whole uh, company to client type of atmosphere to where I can introduce myself, let them know who I am, and let them know you know if anything else is needed or they want something else or whatever it may be, they can get in contact with me so they don't think you know uh, you know I have to go through so many people just to get something done. I let them know they can go directly to me and I'll take care of them
0: very nice very nice i like your model sir i like what you're doing i like the fact that you want to stay close to your fans because we hear the new challengers we like to try to do the same thing it's important to be able to reach out to your fans because it, it shows what you're all about and it's good to maintain that and we're glad to hear that you're maintaining that
2: exactly exactly it shows you know it shows that that they support you and you support them back and on top of that they're the people that built you without them you wouldn't be anything
0: Agreed, agreed. You use a lot of social media to promote and you talk to a lot of really big name people. Mm-hmm. So I guess my question is what helps you to promote the most efficiently? What has gotten you the most success out of your advertising?
2: The most, the most would have to be uh, definitely Twitter just because again, it's all different eyes. And it's easier to reach out to people, uh, such as celebrities, athletes, whoever it may be. It's easier because if you send them a tweet or anything, they see it right away in their feed when they look under the notification. So if you post something that'll stand out than everybody else, they're more than likely they're going to reach back and, you know, want to work with you. So that's, that's how I found a lot of success. Um, again, like for example, uh, Chevy Woods, who's with Khalifa's artist, um, reached out to him and then uh showed him you know that I can do you know customize his Xbox controller he was interested uh it was a good month or two process until had it done he came down to LA and uh surprisingly I got to you know deliver it to him on his birthday and he just posted it up on Instagram which amazed me cuz you know you give something to a celebrity then they get a lot of gifts and they're you know they don't tend to post anything and like a good week or two after that i get a phone call from the uh, president of the record label and he's like oh yeah he loved this controller this and that uh let's see if we can work together so it just opens up more doors
1: that's pretty incredible that's fantastic
0: um, mm-hmm. what you're telling us is all pretty amazing it's always great to hear <laughs> i mean it, it's it's honestly it's really great to hear um one person put in the work and become successful because we've interviewed quite a few people here on the show and talked to people through the years mm-hmm. who when they talk about how they work to build where they are it's like really the moral of the story is you only get what you put in to what you're doing
2: that's i mean that's the model for sure but honestly still to this day when i get a hold of new client i I still feel like i have butterflies in my stomach like it's still a dream to me i I don't look at this as work i look at this as i'm doing something that i love and something that i that i enjoy and i can wake up day after day and sit there and and keep doing it
0: fantastic sir fantastic so let's get down to what we the new challengers like talk about let's talk about some fighting games real quick all right so yes you told us previously that you actually got to play Street Fighter V. Right. Beta. Tell us a little bit about that experience.
2: I, uh, I mean, it, it was a great experience. I, to me, I first of all, I was surprised that they had a gaming booth there because I, I attended every B T experience that, that you know from the start. So when they had it, I I immediately jumped on the console and started playing it. and I was just amazed on the fluid it was, how smooth it was, how well it played, and it just kept all the same aesthetics as even the original one. Just, it brought that nostalgic feeling back to me.
0: Very nice, very nice. And do you ever have people like requesting pads that are centered around fighting games?
2: Um, I have gotten um one or two people actually contact me to get a, a Mortal Kombat-themed controller and a... Tekken themed controller.
0: Okay, all right. Dread it might love a little nice. bit about Tekken.
2: Yeah. I've been playing Tekken since it came out on the PS1 up until what is it now? Tekken, what are they coming? Yeah. Out? Tekken Seven.
1: Yeah, Tekken Seven's coming, coming out.
2: out. Yep. There you go. Tekken Seven, and then you got the uh, Tekken Pokemon, which I'm interested to try out. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh
0: man, you must be really. I've seen some footage
1: and. That's uh, that's gonna be a really interesting experiment. It oh. could it could be so Fly or it could well not, but we'll <laughs> see, right? Yeah,
2: it's it's uh, it's an interesting uh, pickup for sure. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting concept.
0: From what I've seen, uh, it looks pretty good.
2: Yeah, it looks. It, I mean, it looks it looks like they put they took Pokemon Colosseum and they took Tekken and just put it together.
1: I don't know if you've seen that, but Pikachu does have the EWGF. They can combo into the the hunting hawk kick like that. He fights like a Mishima. Right. Of course, Pikachu would fight like a Mishima. <laughs> wow, he's doing, he's doing electrics. How about that? <laughs> so that that right there makes makes me just makes me curious. Just makes me curious. So it might be it might be one we have to check out. What other uh, games? Not just fighting games, but uh, what other games that are on the horizon that are that are piquing your interest.
2: As of now, um, it's got to be WWE 2K16 just because I'm such a big wrestling fan from watching it in the '90s up until now. Regardless how how bad of a rep it might have now, I'm still in love with the series and just the, the overall the overall game and just just wrestling in general. So I'm excited to play that. Uh, I got a chance to play uh, NBA 2K16, which was great. So. I'm just on a 2K high right now. Just any 2K game I'm
1: playing. Awesome. I, see with those wrestling games, uh, I haven't played the new ones. I used to play a lot of those on the on the old 64. Those were kind of yeah. like a fighting game.
2: It, yeah, yeah, like uh, what was it? Uh good one was uh, WWF No Mercy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the THQ ones. Right. Um, I remember getting pretty good at that, and I would make a I'd make a lot of people want to break their controller, <laughs> it's like because I knew how to reverse everything. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Try again. He ain't hit me with that stunner. <laughs> anyway, so those are those are pretty cool. And so the way people talk about the WWE franchise, sometimes it's even more popular in some ways than like watching WWE itself, uh, because uh, the following that that particular game franchise has.
2: Right. Yeah. It definitely is, especially just because uh, they're implementing a lot of the old features that they took out from uh, the older games. So. You see a lot of people that recreate different anime, uh, pe- uh, anime characters, a lot of different, just a lot of different characters in general. Like you, you'd be surprised what people make and put up on the community creation. So it's interesting and it's fun to play, and it's, it, I mean, it, it just it has that great aesthetic to where it, it brings back that nostalgia, and at the same time, it's it's still a fighting game, so you can just go crazy with it.
1: Awesome. So I have to ask you, what is your favorite game of all time? Like, what have you, what have you spent the most, the most man hours grinding out?
2: Dang, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm trying. I'm trying to think because I played a lot of games. Um, Ooh, as of now, probably the most hours I've spent up until now is probably between GTA five online and saints row four and the DLC that came out. But all of a sudden I've been moving more towards playing, um, super Mario world for the, the super Nintendo. And that, I, I just love that game. I can play that for hours, no matter how frustrating, how frustrating it gets just because there's no save points. So if you die, you got to start all over. <laughs> So I've been playing that and that's been bringing a lot of traction to just people watching on Twitch just because they love to see how frustrated I get every time I lose that's <laughs> awesome a
0: little bit of schadenfreude there so custom controllers you guys have been around for a while or you guy has been around for a <laughs> while I'm still very, Sorry, impressed by, still very impressed by that sir thank you. So it's been a, would you say it's been a long, tough road getting to this point?
2: It, it's been, I truly it's been a lot of ups and downs, just especially in the beginning. Um, I had a lot of people, even family and friends. It's not going anywhere. This is, you know, this is nothing. This is too simple. Nobody's going to want it. And, you know, being me, I was struggling and I, you know, I just played off my moods. What I felt is what I went with. So, I kept building it up little by little. It drew some interest. And, uh, till now it's just, it's piqued a lot of, you know, bigger people's interest, like 2k GameStop, uh, a lot of different celebrities and athletes. And it, it's, it's taken on a form of its own to where it little by little, it's growing into a household name, even though people say it's not, it it's, it's on the verge of blowing up and, and people that have worked with me, um, whether it's promoting or helping me out with graphics or whatever it may be, they've seen how I've struggled and how've i built up the company and uh there are a couple loyal ones that have stuck by me even though I've had a lot of people say uh I wasn't doing anything for them or I wasn't helping them or you know whatever they would like to say but uh, it's it's been a it's been a great ride bumpy for sure but i'm 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 looking forward
1: to what the future holds.
0: Positive outlook again. I like to hear that. I do like to hear that. Yeah, so.
1: and we look forward and tracking the uh, the progression of, of your company and seeing what amazing new uh, designs you can throw out there and, and how big it all gets. Um, it's definitely uh, it's definitely got gotten somewhere, and uh, we look forward to the future.
2: It makes it makes uh, three of us. I mean, like, like I said, every new design I come out with or I design for somebody, it just amazes me, like, what I can do and how it turns out. And a lot of people, like I said, I, I tell people straight out, I suck at Photoshop, but you throw the idea, just, just take it with a grain of salt. Once it's done, you're going to love how it looks regardless.
0: Well, you got to keep pushing. You got to keep trying. And,
2: uh, exactly.
0: You'll get better. Over time, I mean, everybody gets better. And It's like you don't just come out the gate just awesome. I mean, some people do, but right? If you can admit your uh, your faults or your shortcomings or just something you can do better, at the very least, I think that those people are more successful than the people who you know just think they're the best. And I always do everything right and don't right. try to connect with those people that are you know counting on them.
2: Exactly, exactly. And and again, it goes back to the whole company claim I, I let people know i'm the only one doing it i'm not i'm not trying to portray myself as a, this large company it's only me i'm doing everything everything takes time if it if it delays a little bit i'm making sure it's flawless and i'm you know keeping people updated with how the progression is coming along how it's looking and everything just so they have that you know they have a sense of uh feeling that okay it's getting done it's just i didn't just throw my money away
0: much respect, much respect. So, um as you know, when you hear the new challenges, we always like to hear from new people and help them promote. We work uh where we work out of uh mostly the Kandahar USO right now I'll be heading up to Bagram soon. I'm working mm-hmm. there, just volunteering there and maybe one of these days we can work with you and maybe get like an American flag controller send you something and get it out to the u.s so that'd be awesome
2: yeah i would be down to do something like that uh you're not the first person that actually to ask me to do you know an american flag themed controller i i'd love to do one especially like i already have in my mind how i want it. i would want it to look you know just american flag themed controller throw some you know silver nine millimeter bullet buttons on it look make it look
1: badass and roll with it that'd be fantastic Hopefully the soldiers that, wouldn't destroy it. You know the soldiers would love it. And, oh, and I think they hopefully they they really take care of it. Yeah, I hope
0: they would uh, take care of it, man. You know what they say, if it doesn't belong to you, some people just don't treat it right. True. But yes. we'll put that on display and uh like I said, we'll we'll talk more about that in the future. But it's really great to have you here on the show to talk about your product. Is there anything I appreciate- else you wanted to uh to pass off to uh, our listeners here
2: um honestly keep working hard don't let people put you down there's going to be a lot of people that troll you that tell you uh your work sucks Uh, what you do is pointless whatever it may be to just to put you down just to get you know put you in a bad position don't listen to what they say do what you love regardless of what anybody around you tells you no matter how crazy it may be or if you think it's not going to happen, everything in itself takes time. It can happen in a year, 5 years, 10 years, no matter what. If you stay persistent and you believe in it, everybody else around you will start believing in it and start supporting you uh sooner or later.
1: Words to live That's by. awesome. For sure. Uh Johnny, we just really appreciate you uh, uh spending some time with us talking about everything. Uh it's been real and uh man, I I'm really glad we can put up the podcast telling everybody about this amazing amazing work again uh everybody listening go check them out custom controllers that's that's k starts with a, uh, starts with the k and ends with the z please check it out on all the aforementioned uh social media websites and start checking out his amazing artwork start thinking up start thinking about your own custom controller what you think you would like and then uh, when it's time when it's formed in your brain give him a give him a call and maybe y'all can work something out
0: I'll put the link in the descriptions for where we post the podcast. But Johnny, it was great talking to you. Um, all I really got to add to t- today's chat is I did play the Street Fighter Five beta today. You did. I did.
1: <gasps> hey, hey, did you uh? Did you play? You know who? Rasheed for me. Did I you did get play, any time with him?
0: I did play Rasheed for you. Just, it's, it's just tell me he doesn't feel weak. Okay, well, let me start off by saying that I could have been in Dubai when they introduced him, and I'm really sad that I wasn't. But I will say that I was completely destroyed online by, I believe, two different Rashids. Okay. At one point, uh, my girlfriend came back, and she was uh, trying to tell me something, and I, like, went to autopilot and won the match. (laughs) I don't know how that (laughs)
1: happened. (laughs) So think less, win more, right?
0: Apparently, uh, I can talk about that with you later because it's crazy, but Rasheed feels like a pretty interesting character. Uh, he's right. not for me. He's very mobile. He's got a command jump and dive kicks. Very interesting character, but uh, Eric, I can't handle all that too much for me.
1: I know. we don't, don't have that much time left, but who who is your favorite to play with so far? I'm who playing like a lot with Ken. A lot with Ken. Oh, sure you can. <sighs> awesome. Well, uh, uh, when we get some more beta playtime, we will have a strictly beta only podcast and we can tell you all about it.
0: Yeah, we're going to have a special guest for that show as well, Mr.
1: Mark Sagawa. Yes, absolutely. But uh, for now, uh, until then, Angry, would you like to do the uh, honors tonight? I would like to do the honors. Once again, I want to
0: say thank you, Mr. Marcos, for coming on our show
2: and I thank you guys and I appreciate you guys for having me on the show
0: you've been a fantastic sport and we love what you do and like I said definitely going to talk to you about that USO controller now on the state side I can actually mail you things more easily so we'll see how that works out
2: uh, awesome just keep me updated and uh, tell Mark I said what's up
0: yes indeed we will <laughs> so before I close it out Just want to let everybody know to continue, if you have been, or to start supporting the USO, you can head to USO.org, donate time, money, whatever you have really, to help them out. They do a lot of great things, and as I say in every podcast, we would not exist, the new challengers would not exist without the USO. So, big ups to the USO, and hopefully we'll have more cool interviews like Johnny, Here on our show. So I guess I'll close it out with. Until the next challenge. Thanks very much.